Hi everyone, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolcher. And I'm Brett Goodman. I we... forgot my spot <laughs> I'm Tara Bolcher and this is Brett Goodman who can't remember I'm his name. I'm here today, I'm here today, guys. As you might have guessed, this is coming to you on a Friday. <laughs> and we're really glad that we're heading into the weekend. So before we get to scripture, let's begin with prayer. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you are the life, the truth, and the way. So many times we have things that are begging to pull us away from you, begging for us to worship them instead of you. But God, may we return to you in this Lenten season. May we cleanse the things that pull us away from you. Instead, come to the heart of worship, which is worship of you. And pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Friends, listen to John's Gospel, the 18th chapter, verses 28 through 40. They took Jesus from Caiaphas to Pilate's headquarters. It was early in the morning. They themselves did not enter the headquarters so as to avoid ritual defilement and to be able to eat the Passover. So Pilate went out to them and said, What accusation do you bring against this man? They answered, If this man were not a criminal, we would not have handed him over to you. Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and judge him according to your law. The Jews replied, We are not permitted to put anyone to death. This was to fulfill what Jesus had said when he indicated the kind of death he was to die. Then Pilate entered the headquarters again, summoned Jesus, and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, do you ask this on your own, or did others tell you about me? Pilate replied, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priest have handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is... My kingdom is not from here. Pilate asked him, So, you are a king? Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. Pilate asked him, What is truth? After Pilate had said this, he went out to the Jews again and told them, I find no case against him, but you have a custom that I release someone for you at the Passover. Do you want me to release for you the king of the Jews? And they shouted in reply, not this man, release Barabbas. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Tara, for our Friday fun question, what celebrity would you rate? As a perfect 10. Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. Yeah, of the Foo Fighters. Okay. I am so alarmed, dear listener, that when I said that name, Brett looked at me (laughs) like he'd never heard it before in his life. Let me tell you about the beauty of Dave Grohl. Yeah, give it to me. Educate me. He's an incredible musician. Uh That's like a given. I knew that. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's also hilarious. And... He's unfailingly kind. Hmm. Um, So he seems like the kind of guy you just want to hang out with. And when it matters, 
um, there are instances where he's just been so very kind to a fan or someone else. And so he also is an author. And, you know, I like to read and mm-hmm. write. So Perfect 10, I'm telling you, he's cute. Mm-hmm. But that's the least of it. <laughs> but but an important part of reaching that Perfect 10. Totally. Yeah. What about you? Uh, well, first of all, listener, Tara... Tara was very kind to me, and because she goes first, didn't say, didn't say who I'm gonna say, uh, even so that, though I would, even though she would have, so that I could have him. So much grace to from from Tara, uh, Stephen Colbert, hands down, bar none. Uh, I just think the man is. Uh, I think he is brilliant. I think he is a public witness to. Uh, First of all, to faith, and then out of faith comes this compassionate uh, kindness uh, and gentleness. Um, and then also, uh, what does it look like to find humor uh, in difficult things? And everything everything he does has a theological bent to it uh, that he articulates better than me, and I went to school for it, and that kind of frustrates me about him. Uh, but also, he's been on the planet a lot longer he's than been you, on the Brett. Planet, yeah, maybe when I'm maybe when I am of his age i don't know how old he is but also like i mean when his wife comes on the show there's just a deep love that you can see between them you can tell he loves being a dad uh i know i know i actually know friends who um are from who have who have other friends uh who are from the south carolina town that he's from and he he teaches Sunday school at his you know at his at let's his parish. go Brett. Yeah. <laughs> you know what cracks me up too is, um, you know he's super funny and I certainly love that. But he is someone who is open mm-hmm. about his brokenness. Mm-hmm. He doesn't hide it and he doesn't exploit it. Mm-hmm. But he hmm. lets you in on how it has informed his life. And I think that's lovely. That was that's a really fascinating point. Of not only does he not hide it, because I think that's becoming uh, fairly common in our world, but he doesn't exploit it. Is a very powerful statement about him. Absolutely. Well, and as someone who sometimes brings her story of brokenness to the pulpit, even if you don't intend to exploit it, mm-hmm. sometimes it can be. Sure. And still, yet he rides that out, and it never is. Mm-hmm. He's really a marvel in every way. Yeah. A perfect 10, if you will. I mean, he was talking to Dua Lipa and referenced Robert Hayden. So, I mean, come on. Uh, But to our scripture, to to the true perfect 10, Mm -hmm. if we will. Not Pilate. Yeah, Jesus. (laughs) I was going to (laughs) clarify. But when Pilate asks, what is truth? uh, What does Jesus mean when he speaks about truth? And what is truth for us as Christians today? First, I, I was telling... Um, Brett, before we even begin recording, this is one of my favorite passages. And it's one of my favorite passages because um, there have been times in my life where I've been in situations where the truth seemed malleable or like you couldn't figure out what the truth was and it was incredibly painful. And so when Pilate says, what is truth? There's a part of me that's like, you're telling me, brother. (laughs) Um, What Pilate means is that He's getting one story, right, from the Jewish officials. Jesus comes in answering his questions with questions. So I think for Pilate, knowing that he has to judge this man guilty or not guilty, and then knowing that that even his judgment may not be honored. 
um, I'm sure he's thinking truth probably has very little to come, uh, very little play here Mm -hmm. because it's really about competing pressures for him, Mm -hmm. pressures from the Jewish leaders to get rid of this man, pressures for the empire who hold people who say that they are the king instead of the Caesar in, uh, you know, that's treason. So Mm -hmm. I think for Pilate that what is truth is really about, I don't even know why that matters here. Hmm. But, you know, Jesus, who has earlier in John's gospel in John 14 said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Here says, it really his purpose. I was born and I came into the world to testify to the truth. Um, As an aside, Jesus then goes on to say, everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. Well, it makes sense that Pilate wouldn't be able to understand the truth because he's not someone who would follow Jesus. Hmm. So there's that. I don't think that's not an accident on John's part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I always find, I, you know, <laughs> if you picture reading this for the first time and Pilate asks Jesus, what is truth? Like, as a reader, I'm like, all right, here it comes. Finally, Jesus uh-huh. is going to spell it out. He's going to give it to us. This is... I'm finally going to get the answer to this deep existential question. Uh, and in the text, Jesus doesn't actually respond to the question. And I think it's exactly what you just said of, you know, Pilate asked what is truth and truth is Jesus Christ. Um, that that is the simple, lovely, beautiful, frustrating answer of, of um, you know, I want... I want it articulated and spelled out to the nth degree to exp- that the the truth would be uh, written in a book that I can understand every aspect of it. But the simple truth is that the truth is Jesus Christ, uh, the Son of God who has come to earth uh, because of deep love for humanity and the redemption of the world. And that isn't, again, uh, there are many more questions that come with that. And and you think that truth is going to be, um, you know, we we grow, we've grown up in a postmodern world, but also we're influenced by modernity of like seeking this absolute truth. And the postmodernism is like, there is no truth. And so we're in this really weird, uh, weird, um, stance as people because we have these influences of wanting uh an absolute truth but we also have these influence of maybe there isn't an absolute truth Uh, and jesus kind of combines both of those in the presence of himself uh that he is the absolute truth and that doesn't really make sense in a lot of ways yeah it's interesting (laughs) i I think when, when jesus came into the world and he was born to testify to god's reconciling love for the world Mm mm-hmm and to testify to God's call for us to be holy. And what I mean by holy, I say, I mean set apart. To be set apart, to be the light to the nations, and to mm-hmm. be God's people in the world. We think of truth as a set of facts. Yeah. Or we used to before the past <laughs> three or four years. Um, and and that, that idea of truth is it is a fact, and you can prove it, mm-hmm. right? You can check it. Yeah. But when we speak of things of of God, mm-hmm. um, that kind of tangible, provable proof mm-hmm. is not possible because God is mystery. 
But objectiveness. I, That's the word I was ob- looking for object- for the past like 15 minutes nice. that I was searching for. Yes. Objective truth, you know, yes. like that it can be reasoned out. And sorry, I interrupted yes, you, but I've been out. searching total, for that but word. Right. That's what we think of as truth. <laughs> the last part of the question you asked was, what are we supposed to do with this as Christians? And I think for me, we recognize Jesus's truth as God's reconciling love for the world. And he shows us this path to live that out. Hmm. And then we are called to go out and live that truth, to live it as if it has been proven, hmm. to live it as if we believe, to live it as an objective truth. Mm-hmm. It just is, mm-hmm. and it should change everything about us. Mm-hmm. And I think this is also where, um, like, revelation comes through, right? Of of I think that God is constantly revealing God's self in new ways. Of yeah. of our our revelation and understanding of Jesus Christ continues to grow. And so if we're in pursuit of that, our understanding of the truth of Jesus Christ continues to grow. So mm-hmm. that is our pursuit, uh, is to continue pursuing after Jesus Christ and what God's redemption in the world means. And in that pursuit, you will be changed whether you want to or not. <laughs> uh-huh, absolutely. And I think that's frightening. Yeah. Um, and I also think, You know, I live my life not questioning the objective truth that gravity is going to hold me to the earth, right? But our truths about God, I I am aware in my own life of how just what I say with words belie that kind of truth. So for instance, you know, if someone like hurts one of my children, I'm like, you know, heads are going to roll. You know what I mean? Now, do I believe in the reconciling love of Jesus Christ that calls for forgiveness? Yes. But then that thing rises up in me that is totally counter to that. Hmm. And so we have to constantly bring ourselves back to that truth. And I really think that's what Lent is, Hmm. bringing ourselves again over and over back to the truth. And with that... We'll end with a quote from Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, that other tome (laughs) that is so important. Um, And this is the quote. The truth, Dumbledore sighed. Well, the truth is a beautiful and terrible thing and should therefore be treated with great caution. Thank you all for being with us today. We hope you have a wonderful and safe weekend. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.